You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com, and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need, because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host. Back with another episode. Uh, Chris Cox is on the podcast with me. Yeah. You know, I always I always mix you and Chris Fox up because you're oh, yeah. both in marketing, right? You both kind of do that kind of like strategic yeah. marketing, like branding, that stuff. And always, always get you guys mixed up. I almost called... When I did the podcast with him, I almost called him Chris Cox and you, Chris. So anyway, <laughs> shout out Chris if you're watching. Yeah, we work together um, all the time, so that's yeah, fun. that would, yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> which that's makes it interesting. Even worse. Yeah, um, but mate, thanks for coming in. Uh, excited to you know to get into the story and chat about what you do uh, and why you love Oklahoma City and stuff like that. Um, I mean, yeah, like tell us a little bit about you and where you grew up to start. Yeah, so I grew up in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I was born in Stillwater. Okay. So go Pokes. Go Pokes, yes. <laughs> you have to say that apparently. You're welcome on this. Yeah, you're welcome on that po- on the podcast saying go Pokes. So. Uh, I also like OU, so yeah. we'll, keep it, we'll keep it in between there. Uh, grew up in Stillwater a little bit, and then my family quickly moved to Gatewood. So okay. right in the middle of Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. And at that time, Gatewood was still not quite nice yet, mm-hmm. but I think that made it more fun. Yeah. And then I actually ended up going to street, going to school at Rosary, which is in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I would walk across the street to school. That was really lucky for me because I loved that. And then yeah. when you get into the eighth grade, you could walk home for lunch. <laughs> I felt so cool. <laughs> like, Mom, coming home for lunch. Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys have to go to the cafeteria. Key. I'm, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Oh, man. It was the weirdest flex ever. <laughs> uh, ended up going to Mount St. Mary's for high school. Okay. No, I didn't, Great I fucking school that is. Beautiful. That? Historic. And yeah. While I was there, uh, senior year, they still haven't identified who did it, but mm. there's speculation on who did it. Anyways, okay. the building was burned down. Not completely, thank goodness, because okay. it's like literally a historic yeah, yeah, yeah. site. Yeah. So we, I remember taking classes in like RV trailers in the parking lot, and it was so stupid hot because wow. this is Middle Oklahoma. Of summer. Yeah. yeah. Middle right. of 100 it's, degrees. Yeah. <laughs> no AC. And, and I just remember the ACs were running so hard yeah. that you couldn't even hear the professor if you're not in the first row. Oh, jeez. I was like, crap. That must have been miserable. <laughs> Got to be a first row student now. Yeah. Yeah. Have to be up there now. And this all kind of worked out in my favor. So. I didn't really have high expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I'm about to say has nothing to do with what I just said, but I was only going to enroll to go to OU. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> OU's a good school. I mean, it was it, it is a good school, and it has the program I wanted. Yeah. But then my high school counselor was like, well, you should apply to more schools. It's like, they all cost money to apply to. It's kind of a ripoff. Yeah. So I was like, I'll try a couple more. And then she literally goes, well, what about this? This is a new scholarship for Oklahoma City University. Uh-huh. They just rolled it out, and apparently no one's really applied yet. Yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. Because yeah. I'm in high school, right? right. You know, yeah, I'm still kind of like, angsty. I don't like being told what to do. Uh, yeah, I got life I figured that. out. Yeah. And that was a game changer for me. So shout out Miss Adele. Mm-hmm. She changed my life, literally. Well, That's pretty really wild. cool. 
I got a big fat scholarship to OCU, and that made the decision that easy because yeah. I had one hundred percent. I had a one thousand dollars scholarship to OU, and that's just a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's like here you go. Here's a token of yeah. appreciation. Enjoy. <laughs> I was enjoy like, our come on. Yeah. So then I ended up going to OCU, and that was amazing. And I met so many great people there. And right after I graduated, I started working with. Um, one of my friends who I met there, John Riesenberg's family, they own mm-hmm. Belle Isle Restaurant. So I started doing their advertising and website building for them and created yeah. online menu, online ordering systems. And uh, that was like my foot in the door to the hospitality scene in Oklahoma okay. City. Yeah. And that's where, that's probably like the transitional point of where it all just took off. After that, I was doing lots of other restaurants and yeah. bars and brewers and growers and all mm-hmm. this kinds of stuff. And you know, that kind of teetered off more yeah. recently here with the kind of food bubble as sure. well as COVID. Yeah. So this is where you will see the house helps be born. Right. We lost, didn't lose per se, but a lot of clients made the very wise decision that, sure. hey, we don't really need to spend this money on advertising right now mm. because we're at limited capacity. Right. We can yeah. only do it to go. Like, let's yeah. cut costs where we can. Makes perfect sense. No one's mad at all. That's a good mm-hmm. decision. But I was like, okay, but we've worked together for so long now. We're actually friends. So like, how can I keep helping you right. but for free? Yeah, yeah. So he did I the house helps. Add value. Yeah. So we, I literally texted Haley McDermott. She's the owner of the bunker and pump. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I've got this idea. I have no idea if it's going to work. I just really want to test it out. I think it'll work. And we've worked together before, and it's yeah. been a success. She just said when can you pick up the keys? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's amazing that people have faith in you. And mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, at least I have earned it. Yeah. But I always suffer from imposter syndrome every now and again. I'm like, maybe, you know, but then yeah. I do it and it works. I'm like, right. I just need to get that out of my head. That's so an entrepreneur showed, thing too, though, isn't it? It, it is. Right? We it's struggle always... with stuff like that and thinking, I mean, I'm a Welsh guy that hosts a podcast about Oklahoma. I struggle yeah, with that too. I know. I'm reading your bio. I'm like, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went to the bunker and did a live stream from there and literally no promotion, mm. just went up on Facebook Live and I set up cross posting and yeah. within two hours we raised two thousand dollars that all went straight to the pockets of That's the amazing. now COVID unemployed bunker and pump staff. Yeah. I was like, All right, let's do it again next week. Did it again next week, worked again. Yeah. I was like, All right, all right this is kinda serious. Rolling. I think yeah. I'm gonna get screwed on my taxes. <laughs> you guys wanna form a real five oh one C three and a board yeah. and have meetings and I was right. like and we did all that. Yeah, <laughs> so like I guess this is getting serious. It's next now. level. And I was like we did one with Paseo and then the biggest one we've done so far was with Oklahoma Visual Arts Coalition. Mm-hmm. We did their twelve by twelve with them. And wow. they were able to raise just over $65,000 for That's artists amazing. all across Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Of all ages, too. That's the selling point for right. me. Because, like, right. you know, an established artist, I don't think, needs a grant. Well, they do, sure. Yeah. But not as much as, like, I want to see the young people get the money. Because, exactly. like, if I was yeah. in high school and got a grant to make art, yeah. I would be obsessed with art for the rest of my life. I can't see it. Yeah. yeah. you got to invest in the future of new. Big um, time. <laughs> and those people who are older, okay, they're struggling just like everybody else. I agree, but yes. But they've lived so long that I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> or they've got family or safe. Anyway, I totally understand your point. Yeah. Uh, so for someone who doesn't know what the house is, tell what is the house? Yeah, that is the best question mm-hmm. because there's Great name, a by the way. hundred answers. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I actually made the name when I graduated college. I moved into a stone house. It's beautiful. The only stone house in the neighborhood. It mm. was fully remodeled, and it was in uh, the OCU area. Like I could, again, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I love to walk, I guess. Yeah. But I moved here, and I would walk to work at OCU. Okay, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, at that time, I was very young still, and I just wanted to start creating content. So 
all the people that lived in the house with me, my roommates, mm-hmm. were also kind of interested in that as well, but from different aspects. One of them has a very popular OU podcast. Okay. So he's already creating. And then mm-hmm. my friend who lived upstairs, Colin, was like, I'll be in any of the videos you want. Yeah. You could do whatever. I'll eat hot foods. Like, we're just like, no rules kind of yeah. sketch almost style content. Uh, so it's like, cool. Well, this name's easy. We all live in the same house. Let's just call yeah. it the house. Yeah. They might not know that. <laughs> they will now when they listen to this. But yeah. That's where the name came from. Where did the tiger come from is what everyone asks. Yeah. Uh, and that is just because I love tigers. Okay. And I love what they represent. Yeah. Which is just like courage and solidarity and mm-hmm. like, they're just beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also just love the colors of tigers and the brand and it all looks very cohesive and yeah. clean. Um, but so we started making content for fun and making cooking recipes, mm-hmm. making dating profile tips, making all kinds of silly videos. And yeah. then people were starting to like catch on and enjoy it all while I'm using the same brand to market like social media management for restaurants and stuff. These are kind of simultaneously happening, but we're making this kind of really silly content. And then I was like, I don't really know if I want to do silly anymore. Gotcha. So I like, gotta be serious at some point if someone's going to pay you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we hit up Hall's pizza kitchen and Mm -hmm. shot a video there, like lofts, cameras, everything beautiful. And it turned out so well, in my opinion, I like, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't mm. know if everyone else did, but it inspired me to keep going. And then we did a state fair one and that was pretty popular. Yeah. And I love that one because every September, yeah, the views keep coming back to that video. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you know, that yeah, little that influx little... of like state yeah. fair. We, we genuinely went, I spent way too much money. By the way, none of my videos have made me any money. <laughs> they <laughs> like cost for everybody money. wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So don't, because you love it. Don't not because you want to make money. Yeah. It definitely has to be because you love it. Yeah. Uh, but we tried so many foods at the state fair. That's why I loved that video. Mm. Including fried mm-hmm. watermelon, which I am recommending no one ever tries in their entire fried life. It's disgusting. Watermelon. Yeah. This is coming from someone who kind of enjoys the donut burger. Sure. But I hate the fried watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's. I didn't even know you could have fried watermelon. That's. Okay, so it burns your mouth. How does that work? Because it's not supposed to. <laughs> I, they Any, just yeah. put it on a stick and fry it real quick, like flash fry Jeez. it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. the fear. Interesting. So the house is a creative agency, basically that helps. That was initially tailored towards the food industry, correct? And, yes. And now it's more of, you it's know, gone full entertainment, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. As of lately, since 2020, it's become a media agency more mm-hmm. than anything mm-hmm. because there's no reason for me to be spending my time right. creating stories. Yeah. When there's really more important stories that gotcha. I can help assist in telling. So mm-hmm. we've had our photographers go out to events and hearings and demonstrations and protests and capture images. And we've worked with other local media and territory Mm -hmm. loves our stuff as well. Um, We've hosted art galleries for our black lives matter images Mm -hmm. under the house helps and had those prints available for purchase. And we gave 100% back to the BLM OKC chapter. Okay. Um, And that's been on display in the Paseo and it's currently, well, no, we just took it down Mm -hmm. at, OCU, but I believe it's going to go up at UCO in the next couple of weeks. Right. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. we're aiming for it. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's a uh, it's a it's a heavy gallery, and you know I have no right to even talk about. It. It's not my story, yeah. but the images we got are amazing. Yeah, yeah, and scary. I mean, right? It's a they're... significant time in in the <laughs> yeah. city's history and in the nation's history. Yeah. Right. So it's really cool to be able to be on the side that you're like, hey, we 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 have this content. It's 
you know it's important and there's nothing better as a photographer than just being like capturing that moment right yeah. you know when you see a photo and you're like oh that's that's yeah cool okay that that happened or this happened but when you were there and you know that like you know your guys caught the photos or you, you, you took the photos it's it means a lot more um you're fully invested then in the yeah. situation not just like oh yeah i was a part of it here's a picture that somebody took that right. i just reshared i think that's what's yeah. been more interesting for me in the media aspect of the house is like we're only telling stories that we're mm. on the ground level at. Yeah. And I want to brag about being unbiased because uh-huh. there's you not don't many people find out that. There. <laughs> yeah. And you may come to our site and disagree, yeah. but it genuinely is just facts and it genuinely is just photos we've taken. It genuinely yeah. is just, if you want to learn more, I'll link back to other articles as well. Mm. And that's what other news sites won't do. They won't say, hey, leave our site to go educate yourself more. They're like, keep reading 10 more articles and you doom scroll, right? But I'm like, hey, you want to learn more about mental health in America? Mm -hmm. Visit this actual expert. We have experts too, but these are real experts. (laughs) Go to them. This is our own experiences. That's something that like I I struggle with, like the media here. There is no, there's very little people who are writing the middle, right? Because that's not where the views are sometimes. It's right? not, the views are either like way over there or they're way over there and then people go either way and you're sat in the middle and you're like, actually, we're doing really great work and this is factual news. Yeah. No one cares, which is really sad. Hopefully some people start caring now in the near, near future. But so where does the, like, at what age are you starting to like get creative, love tech, love pictures, creative, like designing? Like, what is this? Where does that all come from? Yeah. That's a good question. What age did I start loving tech and all that stuff? Uh, I know for a fact, I don't, I know entrepreneur is a good word, Mm -hmm. but some reason I don't. I cringe every time I hear that word. I do. Yeah. yeah, Right. Okay. But I'm going to use it. Yeah. But I don't like it. I just want people to know that. Okay. I've said that many times on the podcast. You're not alone. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I remember being maybe sixth grade and Mm -hmm. this is cliche, but of course everyone had a lemonade stand. Sure. But like. I remember building a stand, like a real, like the ones you see in commercials. Yeah. I built an actual stand and we had drinks and sodas and snacks and Pokemon cards, unopened packs. And like, yeah. I had a little convenience store in our neighborhood yeah. and like it started making a couple hundred bucks every now and again. Cause it was all the other neighborhood kids coming and buying Pokemon cards for me that I charged like $1 more or something and like candy bars. So we would go buy at Sam's club and sell oh, for yeah. a buck. And I used to go to school until I got in trouble and have a backpack full of candy. I was like, it's just yeah, candy, but yeah. you know, it could have been other things, right? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've always had like the entrepreneurial spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that, that hustle? I don't know, word that's yeah. just like, oh, hustle, right wow. Yeah. Don't brag about just working and yeah. doing a good job. Like, <laughs> You're like, hey, I work for myself. That's all I need to say. Yeah. yeah. So that really kick-started all the like aggressive business tactic spirits mm-hmm. and my mom owns her own practice. So I was like, I kind of want to learn how to build websites. Maybe I could build you a website. And I built yeah. her an absolutely terrible website. What year was this? <laughs> this was <laughs> probably like Oh five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty early, but still like there was no square space then. No, yeah. no, 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 no. There were not builders. So if there were t- builders, click, drop template done. Uh, yeah, I don't even know it was, who yeah. the first builder would have been. Wix, maybe. But Probably, yeah. Either way, yeah. It, no builder. It was a disgusting website. Um, I still need to build her one to this day. I think I gave her a bad taste in her mouth for websites because it was so bad. But I was like, <laughs> this is my first website I've ever done. Yeah. But I had a blast. Right. I was like, 
I can't believe people learn all this code and know how to do this. This is so cool. Mm. But I also decided that's not what I want to learn. <laughs> so, right. You sat behind a computer for the rest of my life in yeah. a dark room creating websites. I think gaming also helped me get into the creative industry. I used to very much follow like instead of like the games and the competitiveness behind it, but more so like the studios developing games right. and the artwork behind it. And like, yeah. like I love a game where you look in the walls and there's an actual like image. I'm like mm. someone at that studio picked that. Yeah. specifically for this and that blows my mind and yeah. 80s movies <laughs> always gets me excited because okay. all the props are real and uh, but as far as like the live streaming goes and the photography and videography yeah. really just in the past four or five years probably I've always wanted okay. to create content and be in front of the camera and that's been natural for me I'm still interested in that but mm. more so lately I've been wanting to be behind it because I do have a specific vision and I right. do want to take specific shots and it's very, I can translate them sometimes, but if I just grab the hardware and just do it, yeah. we're set, you know? Yeah. The bummer is I don't get to take as many Fruit Loop, mil- Fruit Loop milk baths if I'm yeah. behind the camera. That's one of the things if you follow the house or you, that's the funny thing is like the stuff that you, like the photos and the content, it's just hilarious, isn't it? And I'm just like, it's, every time I look at it, and obviously because you have a beard and it gets stuck in the oh, beard. Yeah. And oh, yeah. What was the, there was a, was it chili last time or there was something <laughs> you just like dumped over your head? We did a, a McDonald's shoot. My friend had just got her hair dyed like pure red. Yeah. And someone made a joke that she looks like a sexy Ronald McDonald's. <laughs> okay. So it's like, let's play with that. Let's yeah. make you a sexy Ronald McDonald. Oh, so, see what it was. So I'm wearing a red apron, no shirt underneath, and she's just squeezing a 64 ounce ketchup over my head and just oh. going. And like, I compared it with the American Psycho yes. Christian Bale photo. Yeah. 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 I was like, that was a good time. <laughs> so that was kind of like back to, the, I guess, the silly stuff that started out. It's still silly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to stay silly forever. Yeah. I think that's why people actually enjoy working with us is because we will come in. We are very professional and yeah. I love working with clients and like, I guarantee you most of them would say that back. Mm-hmm. We've got good communication systems, Slack, amazing app. Mm. Um, but we're also not afraid to be like, this is a good shot, but what if we like threw that in there? And like, yeah. I think we're able to make things a little spicy and edgy without right. going over that line of being just pure silly. Pure ridiculous, yeah. Except for when it's my content, there is no line. There is no, yeah, because yeah, because on your own platform, I can do it. you can do whatever you yeah. want, right? And that's good. You've got to keep that, that personality, right? That thing that makes you who you are. Exactly. Because if you lose that... You lose your creativity, you lose your vision, and you start doing something that everybody else is doing, right? Yeah. You start like towing the line, and you're just one of the herd, and that's never a good thing, especially in creative, because you've got to stand out. Your job is making sure businesses stand out. Yeah, exactly. If you lose that for your personal brand, you know that's it's not good, is it? I think that's why we've always kind of had the internal thoughts on our team of like, oh, they're paying us, we'll just do it how they want it. Yeah, I'm like, we're never gonna have that attitude. We if they have a specific way, yeah, let's explore it with them, and then just offer our suggestions along the road. Mm-hmm. If none of them stick, that is still fine. Yes, but I'm not just gonna say, oh, this is exactly what they want. Let's just give them exactly what they want and wash our hands. Yeah, we could do that, and that's probably what a smart agency would do. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm more interested in creating a product that I'm also very proud of. And if I'm proud of it, I know that they'll be proud of it as well. Yeah. So so it starts early on the creative stuff. You build a website for mum. You still yeah. need to build a website. Uh, <laughs> a better one, I guess. Uh, and then I guess you start diving into social media. And then around mm-hmm. that time, social media is becoming more known. People, not just kids are on it, right? A lot more people are on it. Yeah. Signing up, you know, between 05 and 2010. 
uh, probably later as well, and and you see an opportunity to dive into social as well? Pretty much. Um, I think there's still an opportunity in Oklahoma City for it. I think a lot of businesses and brands don't actually do a very good job on their social media, or it's a backseat Mm -hmm. where... Also, like, you don't need it. There's great viral places that yeah. don't even need it. They're going to be fine. Like, I still, I understand conceptually why Coca-Cola advertises 24-7, but they absolutely don't need to. They don't need to, yeah. But one, I just one saw, Super Bowl ad would be fine for the year, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Everyone, like, or just yeah. leave up all their signage everywhere and just yeah. pay for the branding. Um, yeah, I just noticed that there's not a lot of actual interaction on social media locally and there mm. at least there wasn't I feel like it's grown really fast which yeah. is amazing like you can just connect with people very easily that's mm-hmm. why I loved social media but I've noticed businesses just doing the old one way communication is what I call it right post 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 yeah. oh I love that what flavor what color what size yeah no Nothing, response no response I'm like yeah. you guys have literally lost sales I can I can add this up for you and tell you how yeah. much money you've lost just by not doing two way mm-hmm Forget the just posting. Yeah, you're just not even engaged with your like. Right. This is you're shouting at people, mm-hmm. and they don't get to talk back. <laughs> That's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're like, look at me. Oh, I have a question. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this gap. Yeah. I was like, I'm willing to just run a couple of them at, all at once, just me personally, and just charge a monthly rate. And like yeah. that really was for a little while my building blocks to gotcha. start buying gear. <laughs> yeah. And then to get into the video stuff. Yeah. Because it's not cheap. No, it's not, and that's yeah. one thing. And well, also even. And I've had people come to me, and I do kind of the same thing as you. I have some brand social media that I that I kind of help follow a little bit. It takes a lot more time than people think. Oh my gosh, insane! Right? Yeah. So and I'll probably like I did early on, you undercharge, right? Like oh, I, I sure get to did. my number, and I'm like, okay, I have five people that all give me this much a month. I'm set. Yeah. And then you think, oh, I have to create content for five different businesses every yep. day. Yep. It's a lot. And then, answer questions. And answer questions. Oh yeah. yeah. But then when I guess have you had. Is it tough to make people realize, businesses realize that like, it's not just posting, there's a lot more that goes into it and this is worth the value? So when I first started, it was very, 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 very hard yeah. to illustrate that. Yeah. But then once I started actually just doing it and undercharging, yep, like course, you just said, yeah. I undercharged big time. I literally was so frustrated at one point earlier on, maybe 14, 2014, mm-hmm. I was like, literally next year, Charging double is my bare minimum. Yeah. I started doing that and no one batted an eye still. Yeah. That's how bad I was undercharging myself. But once I started working with them all, I really honed in on my package, I guess. And it's yeah. like, you get your post, you get one hour a week of interaction, you get 24-7 support because yeah. I can handle the support. Because right. the support, that, that's actually their favorite thing Yeah, because that's the literal sales. You know, That's the, hey, where can I get this? Oh, you can go yeah. to XYZ and pick yeah. this up. That's Done. a sale. Yeah. Uh, it's been easier just by using case studies, aka mm-hmm. old clients, and just yeah. showing how much time has gone into it. And honestly, I know it might sound like a simple skill. It's not. But like writing yeah. posts that are actually still engaging and fun or creating the actual mm-hmm. imagery or video behind it, that's the hardest part. And that takes up so much time. Like I can just write a yeah. post about anything. It's not that easy. You have to right. like be in the mood. Yeah, you know, you have to make a content calendar. There's so much work. That it has goes to relate into it. to the business. Yeah, yeah, or whole, it's business hard. Values and every business values is different. One of the things I struggle with is all what I've noticed is by having like 
my This Is Oklahoma and then a couple others, I never post my own stuff anymore. Yep. Which, like... I suffer from that. And I'm just like... <laughs> you, when was the last, and I checked the other day, I was like, whoa, it's been like a, it's been like a couple of weeks. Which usually, before before you had two new one you have and you're always posting stuff. Yeah. It's like... I'm scrolling through my I, my photos on my iPhone. Like, I can't remember the last time I actually took a photo that was like for my feed. <laughs> I should probably start doing that again. You uh, should. But um, yeah, it's, it's something that... I hope people like you, me, others who want to get into Instagram creating, that people realize that, you know, okay, it's less than paying someone a salary of 40 grand a year to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's a, I mean, half that would be great, right? But also, like, you, it's not just 200 bucks a month. You right. know, it's like you need to invest in it because, yeah. like you said, especially now with COVID, that's your entire business. No one's, I mean, everyone's on their phone. That's where you get your business, like ordering your food or whatever it is. And, but yeah, that's one thing. That's one like gripe, I guess I have. It's like, wake up a little bit, and you will realize, and you know, you build it, and in a few years. Yeah, I've also got this mm, negative view on the Oklahoma marketplace is mm-hmm. that it's not as ready and prepped as like Dallas and LA. 100%. Like, if yeah. I brought my services to Dallas, yeah. I'd have a gig every day. Right. Where you know it's a smaller market here, smaller city, and yeah. it is growing very fast, but it's still like people get sticker shock yeah but i'm like this is discounted call saxon call ackerman like get i i I tell all my clients whether or not they want to work before they're even our client i say get a quote from other people too yeah because one i know that ours will come back lower but two if it doesn't that's fine i I want people to be happy at the end of the day yeah if we work together you'll be happier but right yeah yeah (laughs) if we don't you're still happy that's awesome yeah yeah i'm more about community building and relationships yeah more so than that's awesome i love yeah. that it's more it's more of an easily like a personal connection isn't it but you're right it's you know it, with the creative and, and the time it takes and, and what you said there like we are in oklahoma it's a good thing sometimes when you get in early mm-hmm. because you can see trends coming from either side oh, of the coast yeah. you see them in the big cities and we know that and one thing i i, I kind of constantly remind myself at is okay i'm building a following now it's people you know it's doing great now but in five years when it's yeah. got six figure following, then people realize the value. Oh yeah. Then I'm there, you know, and the same thing with you. It's like, I have this following, I have this creative agency. We've been building and slowly playing the marathon. Yeah. Right. And getting these relationships up. And then once they realize the value in it, the door starts knocking, the phone starts oh, yeah. ringing and you're like, okay, now I'm turning people down or yeah. tripling and doubling your charge just so you can get people in the door. Yeah. You so have to. it's got to be done. So, um, you focus initially focus a lot on the food then and this uh, yeah so where does the love of food come from dude what <laughs> everybody loves food right but like <laughs> i know being great i mean i've tried to take i've, uh, I've done some stuff with brandon who brandon yeah. smith who does amazing food photography oh, yeah. and i've tried to take photos of food and i just can't oh he's I'm the like, goat yeah he's, yeah brandon's amazing i actually just worked with him too he's starting to do live stream productions mm. with emma of plants yes. mm-hmm. um and he came to the right guy because I learned all this stuff so fast. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I've worked with Brandon. We So let me tell you how we met Brandon, or I met Brandon. My friends and I, who are all living in the same house, mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw, well, I was doing all this food stuff. Right. And then the owner of Guernsey Park told me that he bought this new space in Midtown. 
Uh-huh. And he's going to open up a food hall. I was like, well, what's a food hall? Like, yeah. you know, I everyone, mean, like, everybody, the mall, the mall right? right? Yeah. Everybody's like, like movies, the mall. The mall. He's yeah. like, no. Mass chaos. No. <laughs> go to Legacy in Dallas. Like, go to, like, all the real food halls. And, like, yeah. it's, like, craft. Like, craft is not really the right, right. word. That's more beer. But, like, it's real, made on-site food. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really cool idea. It's not chains. It's yeah, local. No. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And then we're going to have a competition for a couple of the kitchens. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. If they win, they get a space. They get a marketing budget. They'll get a first food order for free. Yeah. Like, That's a really good opportunity. And then I went back and told all my friends. They're like, okay, hit the drawing board. What are we going to do? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, what are we going to get? We got to get on this. So I worked this guy named Spence. He was the GM of Golden Corral at the time. And okay. he was my the friend I was living with, it was his father and Spence has traveled the world. And like, he's a, he really is a genuine, amazing chef. Mm. Like this guy, I, I have good Spence stories too. I'm trying not to derail all the way, but one quick Spence story for Spence. If he's listening. Yeah. Spence, we, I lived in this apartment and Spence lived downstairs and Sean and I were upstairs. But I remember one night Spence was like, Hey, I'm going to make you guys homemade pasta. And like, cool. And he gets out the dryer, you know, have you seen the one whole, of those the whole pasta? Deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, cool. little bowl of pasta. And he's like making, he's like, I've never made this kind of noodle though. And I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was like a harder noodle to make because sure. he was testing himself. He makes it. He's like, ah, I screwed up. And this is like 9 PM. I'm like, Spence, like I'm hungry, dude. I'll eat I gotta go to right bed now. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I ate the one that he screwed up on and it was mm. really good. And it just had like olive oil and a couple herbs. And he's like, no, no, no. Okay, so now it's like 1 a.m. Yeah. I'm asleep, obviously. Chris, Sean, I don't want to blow your mic, but <laughs> he yells, and I'm like, oh, shoot, there's a fire. Like, I don't know. I was scared, because you wake up <laughs> out of that, that state. Fire. I go downstairs, yeah. and every freaking cabinet in the kitchen and yeah. drawer is open, and there's pasta hanging everywhere. <laughs> and we're like, what do you want, old man? Yeah. And he goes, I figured it out. I was like, Try Spence, it. I can't eat this tomorrow. Yeah. Can I <laughs> so eat? eating pasta at 1 a.m. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. But that's when I knew it was like, Spence isn't messing around. He's the real deal. Right. So we entered this competition with our Dutch baby. So it was Oh Baby. Mm-hmm. We got lucky enough to win. So we have a space in the collective. Okay. And that's like the middle spot of how often, how much I've loved food. Yeah. <laughs> and then this was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and it is so difficult to own a restaurant. Yeah. Do not recommend. Yeah, I don't. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, blast, I like though. food, but I can't cook to save my life and I just don't like, ugh, no, I, yeah, it would fry me. I've just always loved the passion. Yeah. Because the people like Spence, exactly mm-hmm. like Spence, are most of the people you will actually see in the white coats behind in the right. kitchen. Like they yeah. genuinely care about the but food. They, don't, they do it because, yeah, you're right. They do because they love it and there's a process and, and you that, stay up till 1am fixing it and finding <laughs> yeah. a recipe. Or whatever. Yeah. That's what helped me see the passion behind it. And okay. then what had me excited about it early on was just the creativity of it. Mm-hmm. I actually, this reminded me, I've actually had recipes submitted to a cookbook as a kid Yeah, making like, steak sauce tacos was what I submitted and it got accepted so like I was just always making really freaking weird shit and like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. some of it was disgusting like we I was really obsessed with brownies for a little while and I like put in different candies or like try to put like peanut butters in them and like yeah. I, everyone loved that because it was sweets but like of course yeah just the creativity and the passion behind food is what really got me excited about it all and I just wanted to be 
in the bubble. And yeah. like you just said earlier, how we can foresee the trends coming to Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. the trend was foods. LA's food scene was hopping. Yeah. It still is. It always will be. Right. And that wave just came down here. And you saw, like, literally, I tell people yeah. as a joke, oh, a new restaurant opens every other week. Yeah. Well, it's not really a joke. Well, it might be two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of just been full circle. The timing was really good then for you because, you know, you love food, you're doing creative, and you see this opportunity, and you're like, okay, if I get, you know, I'm in on one, one's working, then you become the creative for, the creative go-to for restaurants and craft beer or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is great for you. Yeah. The downside is they don't have big marketing budgets. Yeah. Especially (laughs) starting out. Yeah. Mm. So that's where I learned uh, to diversify. And I saw the other trend in L.A., marijuana right yeah <laughs> and so i started reaching out to well the first one reached out to me which is amazing and it clicked and we did good and got a couple different mm-hmm. marijuana based cannabis based clients after that and that's been my latest reoccurring revenue okay in that way i always have to keep a flat reoccurring yeah. you know you gotta yeah, know. Yeah, yeah yeah and then we tag on these big video projects and those can go wherever gotcha and those help us expand right and it's you that's a lesson for people listening too that want to start a business it's like if you can get that you know you figure out how much you need to make every month Mm -hmm. bills whatever it is you get a couple of clients and you just keep them right 12 month contracts whatever 6 months 12 whatever it is and know that your base is covered Mm -hmm. it allows you to take bigger risks exactly and invest in video and do the stuff that like okay we might not know how to do this yet but we're going to invest in the equipment and figure it out and then next year or in 6 months we'll be you know, confident that we can add the value that, that we're charging. Yeah, big time. Yeah. What's some of the projects you've worked on people might know or that some that just stood out that have just been an absolute blast? Um, a lot of my projects, I don't know if they're known in the Oklahoma marketplace, but mm-hmm. I've done a lot of work with Team USA and Taekwondo and Vincing. Really? Like, yeah. Just well, specific okay, yeah. athletes. Yeah. Um, we actually did a documentary for Stephen Lambden. He's the heavyweight world Taekwondo champion. Okay. And he is amazing. Where's he from? Uh, Texas. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the Devin Boathouse is an Olympic training facility. Yeah. So he was up here in Oklahoma. Yeah. And my friend Cody is also black belt Taekwondo, and they went to the same uh, Dojang. Okay. Um, and so he knew that Cody was a creative guy, and Cody knew that. I was a creative guy, but also had a bigger business background. Yeah. So we linked up and we're like, cause Steven wanted to do something no matter what. He just didn't know what. Yeah. So we're just doing some small fun media pictures and some videos mm-hmm. and like it takes off just a little tiny bit. Like it's the buzz of the Olympics about to start. Like we yeah. definitely hit it at the right time, you know, right. uh, uninterrupted calls. They called me. They're like, Hey, is, it, is this Chris Cox? And I was like, I hate answering unknown numbers, I'm but I do the, because, the same like, because I don't answer. sometimes yeah. it's like something like this yeah. or, or it's the IRS. And yeah. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that one in a second. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, this is him. Yeah, this is uh, blah, blah, blah. I work at Bleacher Report. And LeBron here saw some of the stuff for Steven and they want to do a documentary. I was like, LeBron? Yeah. Yes, sir. LeBron James. <laughs> I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, like the LeBron James. And then I called Cody right away. He's like, uh, we we have a job. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so that was so much fun. And that was like the very first real video production that I got to work on. So you went and worked on a documentary with... With Stephen Lambton, paid for by LeBron James. But That's sick. 
We only heard why, from LeBron was it, one why time. Why was it paid for by LeBron? He owns Uninterrupted. Okay. I guess. Okay. And that was when he either first bought it or first started it, and he was just funding it all. Like, the checks we have, if it didn't have the dollar amount on it, we would have just framed it. Yeah. But it needed to be cashed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really it's cool. It's so random. Yeah. It's super random. That but is. We yeah. were, like, the only options to be hired because we're the ones literally and, on the f- ground yeah. floor with Stephen Lambden. Like, yeah. Um, other big ones I've worked on... I like the stuff we're doing right now, but it's a lot of the stuff we do is somehow very internal. So okay. we're working with the Girl Scouts right now, sure. and it is so much fun. Cause when are they that, cookies coming out? Is it anytime soon? soon? Yeah. I was going to say it's very February, soon. isn't it? Very soon. This is actually what we're working on. I can't wait for that. A cookie rally video. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to their new camp yet? No, oh, but we're going to go. It's, yeah. I mean, you it's, have? Yeah, it's so... The, the Camp Trevera, by, it's yeah. over by the zoo. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. I've seen the photos of the facility, and mm. it's mind-blowing. Like... That organization, obviously, I always had an appreciation for the Girl mm. Scouts, but I didn't really understand how much they deserve to be appreciated. Right. And so we started working with them. Like, they are changing little girls' lives and yeah. helping them be strong mm. and charismatic. And people skills is a big selling point for them. Um, they're really pushing STEM, which is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, STEAM is the new word. Oh, I believe. STEAM is the new one. Yes. Okay. So you can add in art. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we, which is a lot more attractive than STEM. Yes, right? just to stay, say as a word, <laughs> as, as a branding thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. They're just really fun to work with because, obviously, our missions align is to help people be better. Right. So I love that. Obviously. Yeah. And then the content we're capturing with them is just like stuff that I already love. You've seen the horse mm. photos. I try not to get too crazy with the horse photos, but man, horses are amazing animals. Like. Yeah. And then I do think the audience does love horses too, so I probably could post more Especially horse photos. I know fun. I probably yeah. should post more. I have amazing yeah. horse photos. If, if you like horse photos, you should uh, Matt Payne. Matt, okay. Matt's photos are probably on the wall behind us. Oh, We're down snap. at Bedford's, and Matt's Bedford's and Matt are partners and stuff. But Matt has some horses in Edmond on on his property, and if you go to his Instagram, he's got some great horse photos. We got um, this clip, and I will definitely share it after the client uses the video, mm-hmm. but. We were at Express Ranch, the Clydesdale Ranch. Yeah. And there's a front pasture, and there's just three freaking huge, beautiful horses. Mm-hmm. And we just had, Stein had his gimbal, and we go, okay, Chase, scare the horses. Yeah. And he just starts running with them. <laughs> and then the horses are just, you know, yeah. but it's so steady on the gimbal. Yeah. And the little sun peeks through some of their, their mane hair. Oh, I'm like, so this yeah. is beautiful. You're like, I don't want to give this shot to anybody but uh, myself. It's but so it was, good. Yeah. We also have some slow mo of like them eating, and their mouths are so weird. You know, mm. the lips and the. Uh, yeah. I love it though. They, it's they so are fun. beautiful. Beautiful animals. They're uh, smart. I will, every time I think of horses, so the drink Guinness, right? The Guinness beer. There was a Guinness commercial in the UK, and it was I think it was around Christmas maybe, but it's it was like it's shot in black and white, and these horses are running through the waves on a beach. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, I just, it just stands out. The music, I can kind of remember the music and it was kind of intense and slow motion of these horses. I'm like, that, that's, it's nothing about Guinness beer, but <laughs> horses, I might want to be it now, whatever. But yeah, it's, uh, horses scare me though. Yeah. Like, I have that's a, fear a pretty of common horses. thing. One yeah. of the, one of the folks that was joining us on the shoot was so, so scared of the yeah. horses. Yeah. And I get it. I get, I'm comfortable because I've been around them, but mm-hmm. like, they're big, especially Clydesdales. Like, maybe that's not the horses she needs to be around. <laughs> yeah, don't stand on the back of those just no in case way. they, uh, they want to stretch their back legs a few times. Uh, but I love America's fascination with horses, and it might mm. just be more than America, but 
you know, there's the Budweiser Clydesdales, yeah. there's the horse powering your vehicle out there. Yeah. Like Mustangs. horses are Mustang cars. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I've just always loved horses and I love and respect the history of horses and like mm-hmm. horses helped build <laughs> where yeah. we're at today in the weirdest way possible. Mm-hmm. It's not a stretch though. It's very true. Right. Yeah. They, they came from being <laughs> transport and everything yeah. else. And now Isn't thankfully, that crazy? I mean, some of them are still doing that, but they're now people get to use them as you know as a hobby and, and other stuff and yeah. you know you mentioned the olympics when you watch the horses in the olympics yeah do fancy dressage and dancing like it's pretty impressive stuff i yeah. can't do that uh i would love to be able to i'm super impatient and i'm like i i know i need to take the time to learn how to ride a horse but i am like <laughs> like i want to take it and i want to ride it down the waves right now you can do that you know? i would be i need to do it with a helmet and a full face of like <laughs> Ammo, cavalry, whatever no. it is. Like I need to, you know, I need to be like a knight dressed up. If I fall off, I'm probably gonna hurt. Something. I'll take you down to Medicine Park, and we've got some horses you can just hop on. Some it. wild ones, and just jump <laughs> on. You can, I mean, we can find some wild horses <laughs> too. Yeah, I'm gonna get out an insurance policy before I before I do that. Can I get one on you as well? Yeah, okay, it cool, might cool, be cool, valuable. Cool. Um, I don't know how much it would. Well, it might be valuable. We'll see. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, tell me about the tiger thing. I want to know about the tiger, like where that passion comes from. And, and yeah. then, I mean, with us now, this state is sadly famous for tigers. Okay. Uh, I do want to be on the record. <laughs> I'll give you that opportunity. <laughs> you do. I am not the Tiger King, yeah. nor will I ever be, nor do I want to be, nor is he inspiring me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Disclaimer. That, That's that, out the way. That came out. And I was, you know, I really enjoyed that documentary, but I think a lot of people did too. There's a great article and I encourage you to read it by Texas Monthly. Mm. And it's the, it's an article that came out before the documentary about the Tiger King. And, um, yeah, I mean, you will be crying by the end of it. You will Mm -hmm. empathize with him and then you'll realize that he's gone too far and there is no need to empathize with this man yeah. um, to the point of him shooting tigers in the back of the head which is ridiculous and pushing yeah. them into a hole yeah, which or is just a pile of dead animals so yeah. to make room for a mm-hmm. circus that was going to pay him rent yeah so yeah, it's, it's that a guy's a POS story. like yeah. honestly yeah. but I love tigers mm-hmm. and I love all animals honestly yeah. you will look at our brand kit and all the colors that you see are from some of my favorite animals. So pink is flamingos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. I'm planning on writing stories about each color for the band eventually, but there's so many things going on, yeah. you know, those are such backburner projects. But tigers have always stood out to me just because um, I know that I'm not, but oftentimes I feel alone. Uh-huh. And it's just because, like, I know what I want to do, and it's hard to achieve it. Uh-huh. And you need that buy-in. You need that realness. Yeah. But, like, you also can just keep going yourself, but when you make a pride and you come together and you're a team, mm-hmm. it just goes so much further. And that's yeah. the perfect demonstration of a tiger because a solo tiger, you're not going to mess with that thing, right? It'll mess you up. Right. It's strong. It's powerful. It is beautiful. But like, imagine <laughs> like five tigers, you'd be like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, this I'm is done. it for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're just like, uh, there's their sounds they make mm-hmm. or tiger roar. One of my, one of my most popular videos on YouTube and I hate this because I make cool content. It's a flip camera. You yeah. Remember the little flip? Ugh. Yeah. From GW Zoo. Okay. Of a tiger and a lion fighting. They're yeah. fenced off, but 
you yeah. just hear their deep roars and it just I feel like you hear it come from the stomach and it just boils up yeah it just sounds so cool uh, I don't know they're have, very admirable have animals have you seen the guy you must you love tights you must know the guy who's in South is it South Africa he's like the what's it he just goes with a GoPro yep. and like and, and just puts cuddles with them or whatever that's like, my freaking dream dude like, <laughs> I mean, this guy is like, this is insane. Yeah. I mean, you know, he goes and cuddles with tigers. Yeah. And like wild and you get tigers. To, I think there's a National Geographic did a huge documentary on him and GoPro. He his, is his a GoPro on Go- yeah. creator. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, that footage is beautiful. Definitely have seen it. Yeah. Do you know David Yarrow, the uh-uh. photographer? That sounds super yeah, familiar. Yeah, you'll, you'll know his photos. He, he takes a lot of black and white photos, and he's taken some amazing photos of, of African safari and tigers and, and models and all the rest of it. Like, he's he's a British photographer, but he's sold a lot of paintings for his paint his artwork. His photography is sold as artwork because it's all black nice. and white. It looks amazing. Um, just amazing follow on Instagram if you love, if you love that stuff, yeah. too. And he, he, is, he started a YouTube channel of, like, a BTS of his shoots. Nice. And the YouTube following is nothing. It's like two or three thousand maybe. But the videos are so good. Yeah. And like, you know, about how he creates everything. And, and he's done some very significant photo shoots with some amazing people. And uh, he did like a wolf series. And then there's like, I mean, he got a live wolf like in. I mean, it's, it's uh, absolutely see, amazing. I'm down for that. That's so cool. Uh, I love working with as animals. As a creative, too. You're like, yeah. whoa, this looks so good. Um, but, I mean, finishing up, where, you know, 2021 is here. Where are we looking to, what are we looking to do in the future? Where are we looking to pivot? You know, there's, there's yeah. always being creative and moving and pushing the boundaries, trends and stuff like that. Where, where do you see you taking the house this year? So 2021 is definitely, we've got a theme song for this year already. It's Duckworth Money Dance. Okay. Uh, we're not greedy, but yeah. this is the year that we are really going to start hammering down contracts and pushing out as much commercial work as possible. Yeah. Um, only so that we can fund our future personal endeavors because, like, we're buying more and more hardware, we're buying toys and gear, and it adds up so fast. Like, it's not cheap. Is I it? would say in 2020, yeah. I've when probably. When a tripod's 500 bucks, yeah. yeah. I've, <laughs> like 10. I've definitely lost yeah. uh, a lot of money last year just gearing up, but. Mm. I am not even one ounce mad about that because it's stuff that I'm now using daily. Uh Um, So this year, we really want to hammer out commercial contracts, but more so, we've completely shifted our focus on the front end of the house to be a media agency. So we will have a back-end marketing agency, and that's how we're going to keep making our money. But uh, we're kind of handpicking clients at this point, which Uh is a nice thing to have. So we're working on producing more articles this year with actual experts. The last one we did was with a crisis hotline uh-huh. and he counselor, and he's been working there for years and received thousands of calls. Yeah. I, this is one of my friends. I said, hey, would you be willing to just write a short article yeah. about how people can have coping mechanisms or like some strategies or ways to identify, mm-hmm. you know, a the doom scrolling is a real thing and I hate it and I oh, do it yeah. sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to have more content on our website that adds value to not just Oklahoma and Oklahoma City but like human beings. The greater good in, in yeah. general and, and yeah, mentally to make people, you know, not do the doom scroll thing to find yeah. the bottom of the internet and that whole, what was that TV show, the movie, no, documentary that just came out. Oh. Social Dilemma. Yeah. Stuff like that, um, which I've seen it. Yes, there are elements of that that's true and there's elements of that that obviously been dramatized for TV. Oh, I'm sure. But, um, you know, the greater, I think, the, th- the theme of that thing is correct, isn't it? You know, it, and I hope, hopefully, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it and realize that, 
you need to be more aware of what this is doing to you yeah. and the relationships within your house. Yeah. Um, and if you're a parent, the relationships between you and your kids. And, and I had someone on the podcast recently who said that uh, her kid's like 11, I think. And she said, um, oh, so we're all going to be on our phones tonight? She just made that comment. It was like mum, dad, and the kid was on their phones. And she's like, you know, you can you tell me I'm not allowed to be on my phone, but where everyone's on it. Yeah. So the whole exam. I hate that. Um, but man, that's, that's exciting going forward. Yeah. Um, I've got two more big mm -hmm. ventures, I would say big, you yeah. know, subjectively. But the house helps. I want that to become a full-time position for me so I can just be the executive director of the house helps yeah. as a fully functioning 501c3. That's a goal for this year for sure, which comes with a lot of hustling yeah because <laughs> yeah. we do need corporate sponsors or some way to fund the actual business um in conjunction with that i've got a space downtown on fourth and broadway it's above tap architecture mm. and it's just eleven thousand five hundred square feet open warehouse space that's sick. so we're going to start building out our studio there and then offering a lot of that space for rent yeah so that's my, a lot of room my 11, vision with square it, feet. yeah and downtown it's amazing yeah. it's a it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. My vision is to have tenants, you know, whatever we call them, that have creative jobs as well. So, right. you know, I really wanted Zita to get in there and do her nails in there because the nail art she posts is mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. That would be so fun for me to shoot photos of yeah. if she just walks across the hall right. and, yeah. you know, the booth. Yeah. and we've got, I'm going to show someone it soon that does aerial um, dancing. Okay. So Ac she needs right. like a big acrobatics tall stuff. area yeah, acrobatics yeah, 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 yeah. and all the above. Uh, so she needs big tall space and like that would be super cool because right. I can just set up a time lapse or a video or like yeah. it would be really cool to create a house of people that yeah. could all work together. Like that would be really neat. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm more excited exciting. to do the house help stuff because mm -hmm. those are the best shoots I've been on. Right. Everyone's there for the right reason. Mm -hmm. And I mean like we're live. Right, and some yeah, and that's <laughs> We're the best engaging. thing. I, yeah, and I love that, like the fact that you are some of the people that you're helping out. You actually know them personally. Yeah, right? they're friends of yours who are, who go to restaurants, who own businesses, places that you eat, places that you drink. Like it's building the community and keeping, you know, the community in Oklahoma City, keeping it thriving and helping out. Like it's not like you're raising money for a company in Dallas or whatever. Oh like, yeah, it's no. just staying in Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. It's business owners that live in Oklahoma City that want to be here, that live you know group. Excuse me, grew up here. Um, there's nothing better than adding value to your own town. Yeah, it? I think it's pretty so, fun. <laughs> where, where can everyone like follow you, reach out, get involved? Oh. If they are listening to this and they're like, whoa, 11,000 square feet on board, wait, I want to be involved. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm just easily found on any social platform at the Chris Cox. We're talking any social platform, yeah. even the ones in Russia. Even, even Parler? Are you on Parler? Well, not that one. <laughs> I don't think that one exists anymore, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Instagram's probably where I look the coolest. Yeah. And then at the house OKC, and then at the house helps. Awesome. Or just Google us. We'll yeah, show up. You'll show up. The tiger will show up. Yeah, will look be for there. that tiger. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to go see that that photo of, of, of Chris with the uh, the the ketchup on your head like American Psycho, <laughs> it's totally worth going to Chris's Instagram and seeing that because it is quite entertaining. I'll give you a spoiler um, for closer. My next food based shoot will feature a vat of peanut butter. We'll just put it that way. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's going to take a long time to clean off. It's, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. I should do crunchy. I think it's a better look. <laughs> we will leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Mate, thanks for coming down. Uh, for everyone listening, thanks for, for listening, checking in. And uh, yeah, I'll post all the links to Chris's stuff down below in the description. You can catch us next episode. Cheers. Thanks, y'all. 
This podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at OklahomaHOF.com and definitely on Instagram at OklahomaHOF. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.